Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Here on the podcast, we talk about the story behind the story. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series, Part 2, Scene 19. When we last visited Wren Island, Allison was being resourceful about life with her aunts. In this episode, we'll see what happens when Allison gets a few moments away by herself, and when she runs into a friend. I did mention that readers voted on the direction of Allison's love life, right? But this is romance, Wren Island style. Even in a romantic relationship, you know the characters are going to value friendship and kindness. We'll spend about six minutes reading. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 2, Scene 19. Allison followed the ascending forest trail toward one of her favorite viewpoints. When Lokita grew tired, Allison picked her up and carried her, calling Louise to stay close. Some of these trails ended abruptly right at a cliff. If you weren't paying attention, you'd step right off the edge. Today, the forest hosted a symphony of songbirds. Was there any music more lyrical than the forest on a spring morning? And it all happened naturally. No software or electronics required. Allison breathed deep, listened, stepped through soft beds of fallen pine needles. The trail was narrow and shadowy, the trees above shielding it from the sun. Ahead, a sunlit clearing. When Allison reached it, she veered east toward the ledge with a view. Louise ran ahead, right toward the cliff. Louise! The dog circled back. Allison set the wiggling Lokita on the ground, checked the leash was clipped, and guided both dogs through the final steps. Allison sat, and Lokita climbed into her lap. Louise sprawled in a sunny spot. In the distance, the snow-capped Olympic Mountains gleamed. Dozens of islands dotted the Salish Sea. North of Reclamation Island, a freighter traveled west. A cruise ship cut a path across the strait toward Seattle. I should come here more often, Allison said out loud, not that anyone but the dogs could hear. Get away from the chaos of the house. She shifted, petting Lokita. I mean, really, how do you break three window panes in one afternoon? Don't you reevaluate your technique after the first break? Don't you try to clean more gently? When Louise drew close, Allison petted her too. And all the stuff everywhere now. Shoes and bags strewn around every entry. If Aunt Shasta orders one more arcade game, Shasta's got arcade games? Like Pac-Man? It was Virgil. Oh boy, it was Virgil. Sorry, I'm probably disturbing you. Virgil backed up, looping his binoculars around his neck. I was watching a barred owl snooze, and I heard someone talking. Virgil had been watching an owl snooze? Talk about being easily entertained. Virgil was wearing a freshly washed plaid flannel shirt. She knew that from the clean scent that reached her. Or maybe the scent was shampoo. She waved to him to sit on a rock, but not one close to her. Louise moved to lean against him. Allison played with Lokita's ears. I guess I was talking to the dogs. 
Virgil scratched Louise's back. Mind if I listen in? Allison sighed. So far, we have Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, and Frogger in the garage. And Shasta's talking about ordering a disco ball, too. You should have seen her eyes light up when I suggested, joking, mind you, that she build a brick oven out there for pizza. Virgil laughed, long enough to make her laugh, too. When Virgil reached for Lokita, Allison handed over the little dog. I feel like I'm on the edge, Virgil, right on the edge of losing my mind. The worst of it is, I feel like I'm disappearing. Virgil petted Lokita. How so? Allison twisted a long strand of grass. Before the ants came, I knew what I was about every day. I'd get up in the morning and start checking things off my to-do list. The dogs would be fed at regular times. The house would stay clean. I knew where everything was. Now it all feels jumbled. And that makes you feel like you're disappearing? She thought for a moment. So this was Virgil being Virgil again, asking a lot of questions. But the thing was, all those questions usually helped her think things out. Maybe I feel this way because I'm running around all the time, but hardly ever doing what I really want to do, which is writing music, writing a song that matters. I don't mind taking care of my aunts. I love that they live with me, but I'm not getting any songs written except the bits I do at your place. And don't feel bad about this, Virgil, because I'm grateful to use your cabin. But even when I'm alone there, I don't feel like I'm able to just be me. The sun inched higher, scattering the ocean's surface with glitter. In the distance, a sailboat left a hint of a widening wake. You know what might help? Virgil stretched his legs. Get away by yourself for a while. Really get away, not here on Wren. Take your boat somewhere, maybe. She twiddled the dry grass. Overnight? Why not? She sat straighter. Maybe I could. Where's the rule that says I can't go off on my own for a while? I'd have everything I need on my boat. But, no, what if my aunts needed me? Virgil repositioned his ball cap. You'd think he'd give up trying to stuff all that wonderful hair under a hat. Allison tore her attention away from Virgil's hair and focused on his words. All of us on the island would look out for your aunts. Jax and I would stop by and make sure everything was okay. Help them install the new soda machine and whack-a-mole game in the garage. She laughed. There's no rule that says you can't. He gave her a look. And what a look. Last time, a look like that had nearly led to... She scrambled to her feet and collected the dogs. I'll think about it. Thanks for everything, Virgil. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 2, Scene 19. The real world is full of difficult, painful experiences. We must create safe places with safe people where we can grieve, ask questions, and discover new reasons to laugh. We need this in our real lives, and I think we need this in stories, too. That's one reason I created Wren Island to be free of unnecessary violence, harsh, offensive language, and bedroom scenes that leave nothing to the imagination. The unfolding relationship between Allison and Virgil reflects my commitment to offer readers a safe space. I just love listening in on that cute conversation between Allison and Virgil. In the next episode, we'll find out what Allison decides about the idea of getting away by herself. 
Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be the first to read new installments of the Red Island series, and you'll be included in a bunch of other fun stuff too, like real-time behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.